Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Divinity Connecting the Dots, where we connect the dots on issues pertaining to public health and planetary health and all other topics in the middle. Um, today, we have a very special panel of guests. We will be talking about a really interesting concept called fractal entrepreneurship, and we will also see through an amazing enterprise, all based on whole food plant-based, how that fractal entrepreneurship concept is being put into action. We have two amazing guests. We will begin soon. And here's um, you know, a little introduction about them. What's fractal entrepreneurship got to do with veganism? Welcome, Radha. Welcome, Dr. Achutin Eswar. Um, I'm so glad that you know we're able to have you on this uh, show. Uh, thank you so thank much you. for your time. It's a little late where you guys are at. You're both tuning in from Bengaluru in southern India. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much, Nimi. It's lovely to be here with you. Great. Okay, so let's dive right in and we will start with Radha and, and full disclosure, um, our panel uh, is, is that of a, you know, unique mother and son, both of them individual entrepreneurs in their own right and, and running to different set of enterprises. Uh, Radha, tell us about your venture and, and we're so curious to know about fractal entrepreneurship. I've never heard of this concept before. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Nevi. Uh, we see fractals in nature, you know, in leaves, in flowers, in trees, maybe even on your skin. Every cell is uh, repeated again and again like fractals. And that is a concept that really caught on. Uh, and uh, I developed a model to incubate social entrepreneurs. Uh, I encourage a literate person to take on several people from disadvantaged background. All of them work as entrepreneurs, co-entrepreneurs, and the literate person helps the people from the poorer background come up in speed, so to say. So uh, in just one lifetime, they become prosperous, but they don't just do a business uh, that is uh, only for money, but they do uh, conduct uh, business activities to promote sustainable and ecologically and socially conscious uh, activities within a venture. So one small unit of business is created, which is then re replicated many times over. And that is how scaling happens. And uh, like a hockey stick, suddenly there would be an exponential growth of uh, the venture. Uh, which is created on this basis. And uh, all over the country, right now I'm uh, focusing on India, all over the country, these businesses will sprout like fractals in nature. So that is why uh, we call this model a fractal entrepreneurship model. Well, thank you so much for the, that introduction. I'm, I'm going to pull up on screen uh, the definition of fractal entrepreneurship. So it's, uh, you mentioned it's inspired by how fractals function in nature. The fractal model is a new kind of innovative social entrepreneurship model that exponentially impacts society and the environment positively. So, so that's just like really amazing. And you just gave an example that, you know, when we look at our skin, when we look at our cells, there's a multiplicity of fractals. You know, if you 
were to explain this concept to a complete newbie, to maybe somebody, you know, a younger person, how would you describe it in a very simple kind of a way? So I would take the leaf of a carrot and show the uh, small child. And it is so interesting, you know, the child will immediately understand because there is a small Y uh, in the smallest segment of the leaf. And that Y gets repeated again and again, it scales, you know, and finally the whole leaf is also a Y. So how do you uh, take a design and multiply it like uh, the fern that you see on the screen right now? Each of those little uh, parts of the leaf is also uh, shaped very similar to the large leaf that you see, you know. So th that is what, uh, you know, it's an innovation in nature. Nature evolves and grows using this fractal uh, principle everywhere, wherever you see it. Right. You see it uh, in the way a river meanders, in the way lightning comes out in the way roots go into the soil everywhere. You know, it astounded me when I came across this concept. I said, sure, my God, and, and this is the power of uh, uh, exponentially growing something. And right. I came across this as a social movement as well in uh, Africa. They use this concept to quickly tell uh, groups um, the uh, you know goodness that they want to spread everywhere. A small concept is created and then copy pasted, copy pasted very quickly. Right. So it's almost like scaling up, but using the smallest unit that first came together and replicating it so that you create exponential growth. Yes. All right. Okay, and and rather your journey didn't stop here. You started this incubator. You wrote a book, and right. you know obviously we don't have time to get into the details of the book today. But you've written about uh, you know the book, um, Chanakya or or Kautilya, You know was one of the major leaders and uh, you know political ministers and and one of the medieval Indian empires. Just so our viewers understand that context. Um, okay, so Fractal Entrepreneurship Incubator uh, was launched. Um, how were you eating and living and how was your lifestyle at the time? Were you a vegan yet or how were you living? I didn't start out to be a vegan when I started uh, this company. Uh, I was a very conscious person who was going after what is the right way of living, you know? So uh, very deep into uh, yoga, meditation, organic uh, foods and uh, eating right, fasting and uh, learning to uh, take care of the mind and body. But I had not yet touched uh, the another point of uh, healthy eating. That happened when my son became uh, a student of naturopathy and he opened our eyes to veganism and it just caught fire. Okay, so now I'm gonna toss the ball to, uh, you know, Achutan. Achutan, share with us. So your mom's uh, running uh, the Fractal Entrepreneurship Incubator. And so you have a really inspiring mom. She's an author. She's running around doing all of these things. She's also fasting. She's observing a really healthy lifestyle. Um, but your family are vegetarians. So, so give us the backstory on how whole food plant-based entered your life. 
absolutely maybe. So we've grown up vegetarian all our lives. I have never eaten meat or fish, knowingly at least. Um, but, uh, you know, when my friends asked me in school, oh, why do you drink milk? That doesn't come from plants. You're supposed to be vegetarian. That's not a vegetable. So I tell them, I don't know. I'm vegetarian. This, I've, I've been doing it all my life. This is part of my diet. So we never really questioned it until I went to study yoga and naturopathy. And uh, in my third year, uh, yoga and naturopathy to become a doctor or naturopathic physician. In my third year of college, I watched the documentary Earthlings. That was a turning point in my life. So I've grown up with the concept of ahimsa, morality, um, something that we have practiced consciously as a family. So our Guru Vedatri Maharishi, he's coined this very simple way to understand morality that we were taught by my father and my mother when we were kids, right? You live life without harming yourself or others, physically or mentally, now or in the future. So this was the definition that we'd run through our heads every time we wanted to take a decision. And when I watched that documentary, when I watched Earthlings, I cried. I was one of the few times I've cried through my entire college life. I couldn't sleep that night. The next day I got up and decided, okay, this is it. I'm not going to consume dairy products anymore. And it was not something that was easy and simple for me to do because I've grown up eating curd rice at every meal. I'd come back home in the evenings and a cup of curds with six spoons of sugar was my go-to snack every day of my three years of college until that point. Uh, I have traveled 60 kilometers in a local bus and 60 kilometers back because I wanted to buy honey or cottage cheese from one specific shop. And the 60 kilometers through the mountains or the road really bad roads, but half a day of journey just to buy cheese. Uh, but uh, I felt it was worth it because I loved it. But then after watching Earthlings, I completely changed my mind. I decided to stop consuming dairy. Uh, and I told my parents about it. I told my family about it. We watched it together. And a couple of years later, my grandparents fell sick. My grandmother had been diabetic for 30 years. My grandfather had been hypertensive for an equal amount of time. And one day my mother calls me and says, your grandfather has just suddenly started vomiting blood. What do we do? Uh, and I got scared thinking of all the things that could be going wrong. I said, rush into a hospital. Please check what, what the doctor says. So he was diagnosed with internal bleeding in the stomach, a side effect of an anti-hypertensive medication that he'd been taking for 30 years. So they sent him back home, reduced the dosage, changed his medications a bit. Vomiting stopped in a day, but one week later, it was back. Back to the hospital, back home. He kept doing these trips up and down. One day he got so fed up after three weeks, he called me and he said, look, I'm fed up of this. You either give me a permanent solution or let me die in peace. And at that point, we sent him and my grandmother to a yoga and naturopathy hospital uh, where under the guidance of Dr. Subramanian there, they changed their diets completely. They adopted a whole food plant-based diet, started practicing yoga every day. And in 10 days time, the medications reduced by 90%, sugar levels back to normal from 300 down to 140, BP back to normal, 180 down to 100. They lost 10 kgs of weight, came back home completely transformed. Uh, and my religious thought it was a miracle, but I told them, look, 
This is science. This is exactly what happens when you eat a healthier, more compassionate diet. So I told my parents, I, we call them Tata and Party, my grandparents. So Tata and Party have come back home. They need to continue eating healthy. You can't let them go back to their old diet. So we cook separately for them. And we eat normal food until I found a study published in 1961 where researchers in India and in South India and Madras found that 100% of Indians by age 20 already have the starting stages of heart disease. Children by age 10, 95% have the starting stages of heart disease. So for us as a family, it was no longer a question of waiting until our sugar levels started going up. It was about how to reverse the heart disease you probably already have. And I looked up Dr. Dean Ornish's work, got connected with Dr. Michael Greger, Colin Campbell, Dr. Esselstyn, and just implemented all of those research findings in our personal diets at home. And that's how we turned vegan as a family and adopted a whole food plant-based diet. Right. Okay. So we've heard this, you know, about this massive change this epiphany that you experienced Achyutan in school while studying to be a doctor a naturopathic physician and you watched earthlings you know obviously earthling ed has had a huge impact worldwide and he's just you know released a book and, and he's been on a book tour and so on um and, and he's truly inspirational so you you changed your value system from being an ethical vegetarian, somebody who believed in ahimsa and overnight decided to ditch dairy and your family followed suit. Now, I want to ask mom, Radha, that when your young son comes to you and says, watch this documentary, we shouldn't be eating our favorite ingredient in so many different dishes and so on, like paneer and you know, milk and ghee, especially. What did you make of it? What was your reaction? What did you think? What went in your in your heart, in your mind at that point in time? Uh, we follow Ahimsa in every way. So uh, uh, I hate to even kill a cockroach and I shoo away a mosquito. <laughs> so uh, when uh, he uh, showed us these documentaries, it, it was actually, uh, I felt very bad because uh, in spite of uh, following Ahimsa, certain things because they were imbibed in us from childhood, you know, we've gotten used to having milk, used to having paneer and uh, the rest of the dairy products. It did not um, uh, register in our minds that uh, we were probably doing something which was not all right. And we have uh, so many um, uh, mythical stories as well about Krishna and uh, so many uh, stories that made it okay to have milk. But uh, we didn't know how this milk was coming to us. You know, it wasn't like uh, these ancient times when um, uh, they took care of their uh, animals better. Here were farms and those farms were doing horrible things uh, to animals. Uh, it was a shocker. And uh, the second shock was to see that this was actually not healthy. 
I had by then, you know, 40 or plus uh, years of age, I had uh, had diary, consumed diary, and I had probably uh, uh, actually uh, made my body weaker in the process. And we, I came to realize this when I got cancer uh, those uh, days. Uh, uh, so um, I really attributed to the amount of dairy that went in. Milk flowed through our homes. Every day we would make uh, yogurt, which you would have to cut with a knife. You know that is how uh, we are. Uh, uh, we are fond of having curds that are really thick and nice. So um, we just stopped after that. We didn't stop. We just stopped. We advocated it uh, to everybody who uh, was near and dear to us. And fractal entrepreneurship, of course, had to adopt it uh, very, very sincerely. Uh, just Sampurna Ahara has lifted 40 people out of poverty and each one of them uh, is uh, given food from Sampurna Ahara and uh, thereby made to understand how precious uh, their health is and how uh, important it is that they have the right concept towards food, what they could eat and what they should not be eating. Yeah, well, you thank you so much for sharing that. Rather, you've captured so many different angles. I'm going to break it down mm -hmm. for our viewers. Um, so Ashutan comes to you and, and shares with you that, hey, mom, we're not going to have dairy anymore. And he also educates you and, and the rest of the family, shows you all the documentaries. You guys are curious. You're open. You watch the whole thing. You're able to differentiate mm -hmm. between how dairy industry started and how it might have been in the ancient or the medieval times long gone past and now how industrialized and how basically like a factory farm sort of a situation we have not just in other parts of the world but also in India increasingly because the demand for dairy products have increased so much and discretionary incomes have grown and people have more to spend and and somewhere we believe in the South Asian culture that consuming dairy, having 100% pure desi ghee available at home is a sign of, or a symbol of that we've arrived, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that um, uh, being a little heavy, uh, uh, being plump or whatever might actually be a sign of us coming prosperity. from, it's a sign of prosperity, <laughs> there you have it, absolutely, right? And, and so you were able to overcome and and challenge in your own heart in your own mind a lot of this societal conditioning that you know millions of us in within the south asian culture are sort of you know raised with i'm going to stop there and and sort of step back and and look at the whole picture you are an entrepreneur you've started the fractal entrepreneurship incubator you're already implementing it, uh, you know, with the urban Mali. Uh, Mali for our viewers is is a gardener, right? So That's it's the right. gardener, urban Mali um, project that you worked with. You also mentioned Sampurna Ahara, okay? And and we know that uh, Achitan is the CEO. He's a founder of Sampurna Ahara, and and I just want you to backpedal a little bit for our viewers and and share. Before we talk about Sampurnahara and you know, Achyutan will do that for us and get into the details, but rather how did you start embedding 
the idea of veganism and whole food plant-based in the fractal entrepreneurship model? How did it impact your professional life is, is what I would love to know. It was a wonderful journey, really, because uh, uh, my health improved massively. I had DUB and I got out of it thanks to Achutan. And that was when I took it up very, very seriously. And uh, when I was having my food at home, my kids would like the food that I was having and they changed over in no time at all. My daughter uh, got over her PCOD complaint thanks to this. And in no time, we were uh, talking to everyone about it uh, because we could see that this was the right thing to do, the uh, healthiest way to eat food. And uh, one thing about my family is that we seek uh, directions that are healthy for the mind and body and for society and environment. We are very, very um, uh, passionate about it. Uh, so uh, this was just one other concept. My children uh, have been homeschooled. Uh, we've gone against the usual, um, you know, societal uh, uh, reasoning for doing things. Uh, I married my husband uh, in uh, ways by which, you know, we uh, just opposed uh, uh, any ritual that was not meaningful took up the rituals that were meaningful. So this too for us was something that we just took like duck to water because that was that sounded so nice and so correct, you know, so um, uh, important uh, really uh, that would help the planet better. Uh, helping the planet was a very big uh, uh, passion that all of us shared. So um, yes, we faced a lot of hardship, a lot of opposition. Uh, a lot of questioning, but uh, we are used to that uh, because uh, we feel very confident that when you take up uh, healthier ways of doing things, there would be opposition. But we, uh, in a very nonviolent manner, we stick to our principles and we do talk to people and convince them that uh, maybe this is something they should also look into. <laughs> so, yes. And, well and the thing that we did was we experimented so much to mimic the tastes of uh, mainstream food milk or uh, yogurt or uh, any number of numbers of dishes made with yogurt or paneer uh, achutan and uh, his sisters and i and his father we would innovate on these and we would throw out uh, you know a feast for people <laughs> They and uh, they will never know that uh, yogurt was not used for the curd rice, or you know that is not paneer, but uh, tofu uh, marinated so many times over to mimic the exact taste of uh, what they used to. So that is how we pull people into our uh, ways of thinking. So people knew that you know whenever they were bored or. Uh, not feeling uh, good, there would be a feast at home. <laughs> they could come and have uh, food. And that's how all the entrepreneurs came into, uh, you know, liking it. They yeah. ate this food. I kept cooking. I would cook myself as well uh, for gardeners, for uh, farmers, wherever I went, where we used to conduct workshops in villages. See, veganism is spreading amongst the literate people, but what about poor people, poor people who, uh, uh, you know, have no means of, no time to 
analyze uh, how things are going and how uh, what they need to do uh, in order to lead um, ecologically correct lives. So uh, there are um, somebody has to um, work in uh, that uh, sphere also, isn't it? I think fractal entrepreneurship is doing that. Uh, it is opening up the minds of people from all sectors of society. Right. Well, thank you for sharing that in such great detail, uh, Radha. You mentioned that you would just cook and have people experience the delights and the deliciousness and the abundance of eating only plants and, and that you could enjoy uh, you know, healthy meals without necessarily tormenting another sentient being. So, um, and, and that you incorporated that in the fractal entrepreneurship incubator as well. Now, why do you insist on incubates and entrepreneurs incubated by you to be whole food plant-based as well? You know, like, do, do you make that a precondition or do you, um, you know, you attract people uh, who are entrepreneurs who are not vegan yet, but you say that during the course of your incubation and, and teaching the model that they will have to turn whole food plant-based? Like, tell me, how does that work? How, how does that conversation yes. go? So there are these initial interviews that are conducted to see who wants to be incubated by us. And uh, we do declare at that time that uh, uh, we uh, follow veganism and we eat whole food plant-based diet because I believe that entrepreneurs, especially fractal entrepreneurs, have to be extra healthy because they are bootstrapping. They are hardworking entrepreneurs. They have to work against the tide. Uh, they have to uh, fight wars that uh, regular entrepreneurs don't fight. And it's not just, you know, uh, selling or um, selling a product or uh, service that is environmentally friendly. It's also pulling many poor people out of poverty and uh, infusing the spirit of entrepreneurship in them. That is very hard. It takes a lot of uh, effort. Uh, Achutan uh, will vouch for that. So um, they have to be strong mentally and physically. So anything that does not help uh, to uh, give you that health is out of fractal entrepreneurship. You know, it's like an army training. Uh, here, people have to uh, follow uh, rigorous exercises of, for the mind and body, and they have to eat a vegan, whole food, plant-based diet. Yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing that and, and for your amazing efforts at at starting the fractal entrepreneurship model, changing its course midway after you know changing your own personal nutrition paradigm um, at the behest of your son, Achutan, who's also with us today. We're talking about fractal entrepreneurship and what it got to do with veganism. So I'm, I'm gonna, you know, uh, 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 shift to talking about this great case study that you guys have on your hands now, which is Achutan's, uh, you know, enterprise, um, uh, Sampurna Ahara. And Achutan, my question to you is, as a doctor, you know, uh, and, and when you graduated from medical school, you know, you're, you're now an, a naturopathic physician, you, you've watched earthlings, you and your family have benefited 
from eating a whole food plant-based diet, one would assume that you would get into practice and, and open a clinic, but you did something totally different. So tell us about what you did. What did you start? Sure, Nevi. You know, in fact, that's how it started originally. I graduated and uh, three months after my graduation, a group of friends and I decided to just take a break and travel across India to see what the other doctors are doing. Because there was one problem in um, yoga naturopathy hospitals and other holistic health hospitals that was not being addressed sufficiently. In almost every hospital I visited across the, you know, across the country, we saw patients who were not there for the first time, right? So there would be patients who were there for the third time, fourth time, it was their fifth visit. They had one annual routine of coming for a detox session there. I met a couple who had been to the same hospital 17 years in a row. They, brought, they had their 14-year-old son with them. And when I asked them, you know, guys, if this is working for you, why are you back here with the same issues? And if this is not working for you, what are you doing back here? So they said, look, we visit the hospital once a year. We lose 10 kgs of weight each. And then we go back home. We put on 15 kgs of weight and we're back the next year. So that's a net 5 kg increase for the last 17 years. And that's why we're the way we are today. And this was happening everywhere. People would go, get healthy, go back home, fall sick, and repeat, repeat, repeat. But we found that the hospitals that encouraged patients to learn, the centers that had you know, classes every day, courses, sessions, where they taught patients, this is the science, this is the art, this is how you do it, this is why you do it, this is what you do. Those hospitals, the patients didn't come back for the same issues. So we were inspired by that. And I started a clinic and took one room in my parents' office and, um, and uh, we started seeing patients. With every patient until that point, I had spent 15, maximum 20 minutes because that's all the hospitals would allow. If you spent more than 20 minutes with a patient, the hospital admin will come knocking, right? Because there are so many patients to see. So when I graduated, when I started my own clinic, I spent three to three and a half hours with each and every patient, just talking through them through this entire journey, you know, because if let's say I get a patient with diabetes and I tell them, okay, you have diabetes. Here's what the science says. This is all you need to do, by the way, from today onwards, start exercising, start relaxing mentally and reduce your consumption or stop eating meat, fish, eggs, dairy products like milk, curd, cheese, yogurt, paneer, butter, buttermilk and ghee. Also don't use oil, white rice, sugar, jaggery, maida, rubber, senia and alcohol. I'm not going to see that patient again, right? But if I spend three hours talking to them about the why, yeah. then it clicks, like the, the switch flips and it's easy for people to start following that. But within a few months, I quickly realized this is not a sustainable option. So I went to my parents and I told them, I want a way by which we can take this knowledge, we can take this science and spread it to the maximum number of people, create as big an impact as possible, because that's not going to happen with me sitting here in this consultation room. So we started a website called nutritionscience.in, where okay. we train people in plant-based nutrition. 
we have over there so we had a, we put up a free course first with over 200 whole food plant based recipes which are mostly traditional indian recipes uh, which people could just come sign up learn and discover cooking at home then we had course uh, called the plant based diet masterclass where we trained them in disease prevention and reversal so we had people coming back and telling us a doctor i reversed my diabetes i reversed hypertension i used to have pcos and now i have a baby i've lost weight um and my cancer treatment is so much easier to do than i thought it would be uh, we've had patients drop their sugar levels drop their bp fantastic results but in the end they would all come back and ask us the same thing see we understand this doctor we're doing this at home doing it every day we're putting in the effort we're putting in the work but is there anyone who can also cook this food and deliver it to our home life would be so easy and that's what led to the idea of sampurna ahara so sampurna ahara literally translates to whole foods in english and we decided to start this because we realized there is a, an urgent need in the food industry for healthy food I, mean, I i took up my phone i looked up all of the online food ordering apps and i found less than 0.5% of dishes that i could actually order a need i couldn't eat anything i couldn't eat anything off the menu at a restaurant i had to speak to the waiter speak to the chef and means them to cook for me stuff like that so we started sampurna ahara and i'm happy to share that i've reached as a team we have reached so many more people tens of thousands of more people through our work at sampurna ahara than i ever did as a single physician in a consultation room so i believe that our medical system today not just in india but throughout the world is designed for emergencies is designed for genetic disorders is designed for diseases where drugs and surgery are the primary options and and they're fantastic for that you have an accident you go to a hospital your life might get saved you have a heart attack go to a hospital they may be able to save your life they have everything they need there are doctors nurses there's operation theater surgical equipments anesthesia there's drugs there's recovery wards the admin section everything is perfectly designed for that but if you go to the same hospital and you tell them i have diabetes how do i reverse it they're going to be at a loss because they don't have a system for it the doctor has 15 minutes to speak with you the dietitian or nutritionist has half an hour to an hour to speak with you then you go back home you have all your family members breathing down your neck you go out with your friends there's nothing to eat then you go back to the hospital after a month it's again just those 15 minutes so there, there was no system um, where people could successfully reverse disease so we've created that system that's been our goal to put it shortly we wanted to make healthy eating easier it should not be as difficult as going online doing your research reading thousands of research papers and finally figuring out what to do creating your own recipes like we did like for 2 years i didn't know that dairy alternatives were already someone else had discovered it we didn't know about it. i this was the time before the time when we googled everything right if we wanted something we'll ask our parents or grandparents or our friends but in this case we were all in the soup together so we had to figure out how do you make this almond milk at home so 
uh, it should not be as difficult as that. It should be as simple as the click of a button and you should be able to reverse type it as at home comfortably, conveniently, and have all the support you need um, without having to lift too many fingers except for exercise, of course. So that was our dream and that's how Sampurnangana started. Well, thank you so much. You know, as always, both of you, I ask you something and you pack a punch and, and then I'm like, all right, he said this and she said this and there are just so many insights and guys, I'm, I'm finding it hard to sort of, you know, uh, catch up with all of the dots that you're connecting. No puns intended. Um, but, but, you know, uh, so it all started with looking at nature looking at simple designs and and rather said if nature can exponentially and perfectly replicate and create such beauty that has both art and science embedded in it then why not do this and she started fractal entrepreneurship incubator now you guys go vegan courtesy Erkling ad and then you end up receiving all these personal benefits. And, and then, um, you know, your journey starts as a naturopathic physician. And uh, Achutin, you identify this critical insight that the system is created for trauma and emergency care. It is not created for sustainable, healthy living. So you actually get incubated by the fractal entrepreneurship model. So I'm, 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 I'm once again going to do a little bit of a backtrack and pull up this image for our viewers about applying this fractal model to the spread of veganism. You know, we're talking about what fractal entrepreneurship has got to do with veganism. So Achitin, my question to you is that you've been trained in the art and the science of fractal entrepreneurship. Now, how are you operationalizing that and embedding that in Sampurna Ahara in creating this parallel, much needed system in India and indeed the rest of the world that Sampurna Ahara's vision seeks to serve? Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely, maybe. So let me first take an example that most viewers of your channel may be familiar with, right? An animal rights organization or an activism group, how do they spread? You have one person, you have five people, 10 people who organize one protest or one cube or one event where they stand on the street and talk to a few hundred people. And then the next event, a few more people join. The next event, a few more joins. When it gets too big, there are two groups across the city. When it gets even bigger, there are 25 groups and then there's a nearby city involved. But it's always just this one small group of people. Right? It's either Earthling Ed with five people or it's, uh, you know, it's 10 people standing around a queue and two people explaining it outside. But that's it. These small, tiny groups of people create such a huge impact when they work together when there are processes set, when there are trainings conducted, when there is a blueprint that you can follow to create a bigger impact in the minds of people, then small groups of people working together, but individually across space, across different regions can together create a massive impact um, with very little resources. And that's the key point because 
in anything in the world today limited by the resources that you have. So how do you take limited resources and create maximum impact? This is what we found most beneficial while using the fractal entrepreneurship system to set up Sampurna Ahara. So we have, um, like my mother described, um, like that single cell of a leaf that produces energy for the entire plant, all those cells working together, we are creating that single cell of a whole food plant-based support system. Like we have a cloud kitchen where uh, all of the processes have been documented and uh, you know, set into a blueprint where anyone who has um, not even had formal training in cooking or formal or gone to uh, you know, cooking school before can walk in and learn to become a complete whole food plant-based chef in a matter of weeks. They don't need to do the science. They don't need to do the research rather because it's already done and set into processes. And there are standardizations that we've done, a standardization of processes, of protocols, of cooking times, cooking temperatures. There are um, specific amounts of ingredients used for each individual dish. Like for example, every one of our meals follows Dr. Michael Greger's daily dozen checklist. So if you eat two meals a day, then you are going to check off all of those checklist boxes except for water and exercise. So that makes it easy for someone to stay healthy and it makes it easy for someone to cook because you have this set of foods and you just take this exact measurement of this particular vegetable, you take this many spoons of this spice, mix it together, cook it at this temperature for this much time, with this much humidity, and you're going to have a perfect dish every single time. So that standardization really helped us to create one blueprint for one pilot kitchen which is a 100% whole food plant-based kitchen um, run by um, people from the bottom of pyramid, people, many people who have not even worked as a cook before, but have come and learned to become fantastic cooks, churning out dishes that taste the same and taste fantastic every single time and can work on their own without the need for uh, a high-level expert who's supervising them all the time. Now, we plan to take that blueprint for one pilot kitchen and spread it across the country and across the world because that's going to be so much you know so easy because it's such a small easily workable sustainable self-sustainable unit um, sublime to one small area near it. right and and then operationalizing this um, with such meticulous care right you created the blueprint it's that small leaf or, or one part of the leaf that Radha was mentioning before. And, and now all you've got to do is scale it up, copy and paste and create more and more replications exponential for exponential growth, uh, you know, on a standardized scale with standardized formulations, ensuring that um, the people who've inspired you, like Dr. Michael Greger, you know, the checklists that they've created, you're not reinventing the wheel, you're basically taking that template and you're manifesting it in all the meals that you're creating. This is brilliant, Achyutan and, and Radha. And, and this is, you know, once again, I just want to bring it up on screen for our viewers to see. Um, this is basically fractal entrepreneurship in action. And, and this is how, um, you know, mother and son duo of 
uh, Radha Ishwar and um, Achutan Ishwar are actually turning around this, this entire um, system and, and creating a parallel system of their own. So um, Achutan, my next question to you is, and, and potentially even for Radha, and I guess this is where both of your companies overlap, is when you're out in the market looking for other entrepreneurs that can receive this blueprint with the same level of devotion, commitment, understanding of what whole food plant-based is, and, and that they can be funneled into the incubator that, that rather is created such that Sampurna Ahara can receive incubated multiples of the blueprint that you've created created. Am, am I following this right? Is, is this how you guys are overlapping, you know, your work uh, with each other and, and moms uh, sort of taking on entrepreneurs and, and uh, hopefully uh, ensuring that they can create a blueprint for you or is there a different model? So enlighten us. Uh, most of it is like you said. Uh, I will explain it as it is happening on the ground. Uh, a fractal uh, community is uh, one that is created of different fractal entrepreneurs who are helping each other. So uh, uh, Achutan is into every other venture that uh, gets incubated and his uh, masterclass is generously shared amongst uh, <clears throat> these other entrepreneurs and their uh, co-entrepreneurs as well. He would conduct workshops. We would give fees for the people who come there. We would explain why they have to eat this way. And uh, we would uh, request the other fractal entrepreneurs to keep an eagle eye over everybody to ensure that uh, they are having uh, this kind of food. And uh, we have uh, Ajutan and Sampurna Haras extremely generous. They would give discounts or they would give free meals. Uh, the, the interest is to ensure that the concept is understood. So okay. there is nobody paying monies for this. Uh, we, he does it uh, on his own free will and interest. And uh, that is how uh, we are able to ensure that it, um, within the blueprint of, say, Urban Mali Network, it is required that every entrepreneur and co-entrepreneur eats this kind of food. So that is the, the part that comes from Sampurna Ahara. And uh, in turn, Urban Mali Network, which is actually a landscaping company, grows microgreens for Sampurna Ahara. So it, uh, it has become a small business for uh, Urban Mali Network. Farm Fresh Bangalore, which is another venture uh, run by Nalini Murthy, she could have easily sold things like uh, uh, paneer and you know organic stuff, right? Uh, milk and everything, but no, Farm Fresh Bangalore very strictly deals with only vegan whole food ingredients. If the business is uh, a little less because of that, that is no problem for Nalini. So th that is the vigor with which every fractal venture takes up uh, vegan uh, concepts and ensures that it is spreading this idea far and wide. I'm I'm just floored with what you guys are doing and what you're creating. So, all right, again, I'm I'm just gonna summarize for myself and and for our viewers. There's the fractal entrepreneurship incubator. There are multiple 
ventures, fractal ventures, like Farm Fresh in, in Bengaluru in India. There's the Urban Mali Network or the Urban Gardener Network. They grow microgreens and, and all of that. Again, are, are they based in Bengaluru as well? In, right in now, yes. All right. And and then there's Sampurnahara, which was the third fractal venture, which is, again, uh, you know, run by uh, Achyutan and based in Bengaluru. All right. Now, all of these three are independently fractal ventures. So they're an individual part of that leaf on, on the fern that we saw. And coming together, they're also a part of the larger fractal ecosystem that feed into each other. So the microgreens right. that are grown um, end up becoming suppliers to Sampurna Ahara. You know, when you're training new fractal entrepreneurs, uh, they need to eat, they need to experience the goodness and, and the delights of whole food plant-based. And you mentioned that entrepreneurs specifically need to be super healthy. They're superheroes. They have to wage all these wars. And, and right. so that's where Sampurna Ahara's goodwill kindness, generosity, and philanthropy really comes in and, and feeds those people uh, so that they understand what is it that they're getting themselves into from a value system standpoint and also from a nutritional standpoint. And, and once again, Farm Fresh have um, chosen purpose over profit to ensure that their portfolio is reflective of the ethics of veganism and a whole food plant-based diet. This is this is fantastic and it's starting to sound like the paradise that we need the entire world and our food system and our entrepreneurial system and our you know profit-based ventures and purpose-based ventures all of them to be following. So in a way both of you are creating a system that's worth scaling, worth emulating. Very true. In fact, uh, every uh, incubator who comes to us, who uh, wishes to work in the food space, right. then becomes a subfractal within Sampurna Ahara. So in fact, we have three more entrepreneurs who are working with uh, Achutan, uh, who are also uh, you know, uh, having their own fractals, uh, which are selling vegan whole food, whole food uh, ingredients and food products so right. you have the bakery and then you have the sweets confectioneries um, uh, enterprise and then you have the snacks enterprise so if there is somebody who wants to make pickles and puppets we would uh, direct them to achutan as well so uh, the idea is to form this huge community that is supporting uh, each member is supporting uh, one another and uh, we are, we are very confident of uh, what we are doing and I, I can see the results, you know, uh, in uh, amongst us. We are healthier, we are happier, more content, extremely purposeful. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, and all of this during what's a global pandemic and which oh, is yes. ever evolving and it's, it's so elusive. And I know, uh, you know, Sampurna Ahara, has been doing some very specific work to ensure that those less fortunate amongst us are also helped. So Achitan, uh, you know, share with us, um, how have you been, um, you know, not just running Sampurna Ahara, but also uh, doing what should be corporate social responsibility and, and uh, you're sharing uh, the gains with others as well. So talk to us a little bit about that. Absolutely, Nene. 
So we are so fortunate to be in this ecosystem, to be as part of this community, that we've been able to create a much bigger impact during COVID-19 than we would have been able to otherwise. So we joined hands with Farm Fresh Bangalore, we joined hands with Urban Mali Network, and, and we had so many people come out to support us. They supported us financially. We had farmers just sending us bags of fruits and vegetables saying, let's just go to someone who needs it. We identified areas in Bangalore where there are people in need, uh, worked with local organizations that support them. And through them, we delivered more than 40,000 healing meals during the lockdowns that happened here in Bangalore to the vulnerable people who really needed it. We, there were elderly people who didn't have children to support them. There were single mothers with children who had lost their jobs because of the pandemic. There were um, you know, children themselves. And as one of the organizations told us, you know, it's not about the food that you're giving to this group of people today, but it's about the hope that all of this might end soon. So stick it out and survive. Without that hope, they might not. So I'm so grateful that we've been able to do this and we wouldn't have been able to do it without this amazing community to support us. Oh, and, you know, and uh, about uh, uh, for, for, more, sorry, for many years, even before we started Sampur Nahara, we've been having awareness sessions in various kinds of different communities about plant-based nutrition. We've gone to villages, we've gone to um, uh, urban, semi-urban areas, we've done corporate events, the whole rainbow spectrum of uh, different kinds of events that we've done. And that has been the foundation um, of Sampurnahara. That's been the foundation of this movement that we've built, where we finally started cooking and delivering food to people. And, right. and, it, and for people who come to us also, it's so much easier now to find everything that they want. Like there was this before COVID-19, there was this one point in time where uh, all of us, so my mother, myself, and the Farm Fresh Bangalore Urban Mali founders were all in one building. We were having some meetings and I was consulting a patient in one of the rooms. So she came to us and she said, uh, she came to me and she said, I want to lose weight. I want to reverse these PCOS and diabetes. Um, and we discussed about the history, we discussed about the treatment. Um, then we were just chatting a little after that. And she said, uh, you know, it'd be nice if we can, you know, I got all these fantastic resources. I know what to do. I know how to do it. There are workshops, there's food. I can get all of this. Uh, it'd be nice, you know, if I can also get some organic fruits and vegetables coming home uh, and I can cook this by myself. I said, sure, go straight, take a ride, speak with her. <laughs> she's there, she can help you out. I said, oh, wow, okay. You know, I also have this farm where I'm looking to grow some plants and grow some fruits and vegetables on my own. So, oh, sure, take left. <laughs> okay. Wow, okay. Um, you know, I've also had this dream where I want to start a business by myself and create a bigger impact. And sure, go straight. <laughs> it was, it was, that was a fantastic moment that I always remember. Right. And uh, yeah, just so grateful to uh, be doing this together as a team to be able to create a bigger, more lasting impact um, to help to pull people out of poverty, to pull people out of disease and help all of us together live a longer, happier, healthier life together. Right. And, and as you mentioned, it's not about giving food to people. It's not about just that. It's about creating hope. 
that situation, whether it's the global pandemic, whether it's a diseased situation that they might be in, that it's going to pass, that there's a way out of it, and that we can reverse it. And, and that it's not just a pharmaceutical intervention or a surgical intervention that is going to be the solution for them, but the solution is right in front of us. You know, it, it's mother nature and, and it's just waiting for us to reconnect with her. And, and that is what both of you are doing, starting right with, um, you know, the heart of this movement, which is the whole concept we've discussed today of fractal entrepreneurship and and all credit to to Radha for having you know identified this for being connected to nature enough to be, be to be able to observe that this is how nature operates why can't we because after all we're all part of nature too and you know there's this myth and notion that human beings live with that somehow we're separate from nature, that somehow we need to protect ourselves from nature, which is why we created all these infrastructures. And in doing so, we walked away from the source where we come from. So, so Radha, thank you so much for starting this amazing venture because not just literally, also metaphorically, it stands for the human need to connect back and learn from the forces of mother nature and for you know thank you to you achitan you know for actually proving that it works that it this is not just a principle that should sit on you know a placard or a vision that could be you know enshrined in a book but something that can in reality be mobilized to help people to pull them out of whatever disadvantaged situation they might be in and, and to actually create a system which doesn't exist at this point in time. And, and that makes you, you know, a true doctor because doctors first and foremost are healers and, and you're healing people. We're coming to a close, you know, of our uh, conversation. Uh, I have a feeling we could go on and on and I could spend hours talking to both of you. I do have one question you know, for, for both of you, and, and it's a more a future forward sort of a question. What do you think is the future of the whole food plant-based ecosystem in India? And, and I ask this because, Ashutan, you mentioned that there's vegan alternatives. A lot of them are high fat, high sodium, high sugar just because they're made from plants doesn't mean they're any less processed. A whole food plant-based oil-free paradigm is a truly disease-reversing therapeutic paradigm. While everyone talks about the future of vegan nutrition and the future of this and that and stem cell technology and lab-cultured meat, and we know a lot of capital is going in to those sorts of ventures, I would love to hear from you. What do you foresee is the future of whole food plant-based oil-free? Absolutely. And thank you so much for that question. There is, if you look at vegan businesses worldwide, if you look at vegan funds worldwide, most of it is allocated to alternatives for animal foods, which is fantastic because you're reducing animal suffering and you're healing the planet at the same time. And it's much less unhealthy, significantly less unhealthy 
than animal food. So it's a fantastic first step forward. I believe that the next step forward should be uh, to have a whole food, 100% whole food plant-based alternatives available to every one of these, whether you are currently a non-vegetarian, a vegetarian or vegan, shifting to a whole food plant-based diet should be easy for you to do. And, and that's what we are, are um, driving ourselves towards at Sampukra Ahar. So we have um, you know, myths to dispel, like healthy food isn't tasty, right? That's something practically everyone thinks. But when you, uh, you, when you actually experience it for yourself, like when you eat a whole food plant-based loaf of bread or a pizza or a cake or um, you know, just some delicious food, and you think to yourself, oh, wow, I can eat this every day. This is easy for me to do. When that switch leaks, when you realize that it's easy, then, it's, then you actually do it. You know, there is this saying that the whole, and I've heard this said by so many times by so many people, the whole world will turn vegan when it's convenient to do so. That seems to be the key factor for a majority of people. Like, there are people like you and me and my mother and so many people watching the show who made the switch in our minds and we consciously take a decision to live a more compassionate lifestyle. For a right. majority of people, due to so many reasons, they haven't been able to do it so far. But when it becomes convenient, when every shop in your neighborhood, every online app only has vegan dairy, if it only has whole food plant-based milk that you can order, when if you want dairy milk, you have to travel for 100 miles and go to a farm and milk the cow yourself, <laughs> that day the whole world is going to turn vegan and turn whole food plant-based. So I believe that it's just a matter of time and energy and direction that we need to devote ourselves to creating this ecosystem, to creating the products and services that people are looking for, and to create the awareness to help people flip the switch to realize that this may not just be the right thing to do, but it's actually the easier thing to do for myself, for my family, for my loved ones, and for the planet, for the animals, practically the whole world in the long run. Absolutely. that happens, then there's going to be a revolution. And, and thank you for being part of that revolution, um, ensuring that that revolution has a whole food, plant-based, oil-free dimension to it, such that we're not carried away in, in just one direction and, and that there is actual therapeutic benefit for humans, for all sentient beings, and indeed for the planet. Thank you so much. We're talking to Radha Iswar and Dr. Achitan Iswar tuning in to our episode of Divinity Connecting the Dots. Thank you so much, Radha and Achitan, to join us uh, from all the way in India. Uh, it's been a pleasure thank talking you. to you. And thank, thank you, you so thank much, Nimi, for this, uh, for this Such time a pleasure. with us and for the opportunity uh, to, you know, to join hands and reach out and create a much bigger impact really means a lot and thank you and team divinity for such fantastic phenomenal work that you're doing creating awareness and bringing you know millions of people literally together to ride this wave and create a massive change all over the world it means a lot thank you you're very kind and uh, i'll see you on the flip side well uh, thank you to all our viewers who watched this and who will watch uh, you know once the show 
um, is, is recorded and it's all out. And uh, we really, really encourage you to look at Sampurna Ahara as well as Fractal Entrepreneurship Foundation and NutritionScience.in. If you have questions, please reach out to us. We would be happy to convey it to Dr. Achutan Eswar and, and to Radha Eswar. They're constantly looking for philanthropists, donors, investors to invest such that they can create more and more blueprints of these fractals and keep building and spreading the ecosystem for a whole food plant-based um, system for our lifestyle, for therapeutic you know, reversal of chronic illness. Please come forward and help. And in the meanwhile, we will be back next month with yet another episode of Divinity Connecting Dots. Thank you for watching. Mm -hmm.